Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. In order to form a more perfect theme park, we, the adventurers, must make some tough choices when it comes to the future of theme park thrills. But first, travel news, including the return of live entertainment to Walt Disney World, blimps are coming back in a huge way, and the perils of living in an airport terminal. Hand over the nuclear football and watch out for hanging chads. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. My fellow adventurers, as the winds of change blow in a brave new era of theme park thrills, tasty snacks, frosty beverages, and glow-trotting jackassery, we must face a hard truth. In order to move forward toward true greatness, certain features of our favorite theme parks must change for the better. While others need to be simply wiped from the face of the earth, it's up to us, as the greatest and most sophisticated theme park enthusiasts on the planet, to argue endlessly and with much nerdy enthusiasm about which attractions to keep, which to fix, and which to burn to the ground. But first, I was wondering, what Disney character or IP would you add to the Hall of Presidents to help make it more hip and enjoyable for a modern audience? I got this all worked out. Let's hear okay. it. I'm going to add a Stitch's Great Escape element to the Hall of Presidents. to be Trump's Great Escape. <laughs> and he'll whisper in your ear. He'll burp in your face. It'll be like the whole thing. You're strapped into a chair. The, maybe the other presidents could join in and haunt you and different wow. stuff like that. It could be There's really a little thing in the seat in front of you that sprays Diet Coke on you. Yeah. <laughs> No, a Diet Coke button. You push yeah. the button and a butler and brings wrong. you a Diet Coke on a silver tray. Wow, you really thought about this. Yeah. I was just going to like softball it and say Sam Eagle. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun too. That'd be a pretty easy That was fit, the rumor yeah. a while back. Or Captain America. Mm-mm. No. No. Only because I've seen... He's too good for that. Someone else's face on Captain America on shirts inside the Capitol. Oof. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I mean, oh, if you're I'm gonna, sticking with Sam Eagle then. If you're going to do, <laughs> do the Muppets, just put Statler and Waldorf in. That's the only thing that can improve that oh, attraction. Yes. I'm sorry, but like you need somebody like Mystery Science theatering that whole thing. That's that would a be great kind of idea. fun if they did that. It would be very minimal. And Sam Eagle introducing the thing. I love that mm-hmm. thing they do outside Hall of Presidents with great moments in history, but just the American parts. Yeah, Everything can be made better with the Muppets. This with is Sam just Eagle. a truism. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. I had a slightly more controversial take. Oh. Well, remember how everybody's favorite part of the Star Wars prequel trilogy was uh, the extended segments of, uh, of of political debate in the Senate. Oh, yeah, trade oh, route discussions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yes. was uh, riveting. Do you remember what they did to add a little levity to those moments? They went and made Jar Jar Binks Jar Jar, yeah. let him speak. What if we did that for the Hall of Presidents? Ooh. You guys gotta get the spice road open. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Hall Justice. of Star Wars Senators. 
Yeah, yeah can, we, can we also do the like the floating little chairs that they all ride out into the middle on? Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm down for that because it, that includes the ET aliens that they're in canon. They're in there, so oh, yeah. put ET in there. Mm-hmm. True. You know, I've done the Hall of Presidents since I was a little kid until two years or so ago. I yeah, it was yeah, it was during during uh, the recent the administration recent I went. It was actually a, it was pretty interesting. I liked it. Yeah. I have not been since 1987. Wow. I, yeah. I, I always mean to go and then I have children with me. And I know we, yeah. it's a great air conditioned well, yeah, great great cool spot. Sure. Yeah. But the show itself was pretty good in the way it opens up super widescreen and the mm-hmm. historical. I wouldn't, I don't know if you'd want to see it often, but it was a good presentation of American history. Mm-hmm. It was better than on Angels, Eagles Wings or whatever over oh, at the American Angels Wings. Yes. <laughs> on Golden Wings. On Golden Wings. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. I had Canadian uh, folks visiting with us, and they wanted to see it. They were not aware that we had presidents. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those Canadians. We've got like three of them listening to our show now. now Oh, that's exciting. Hey. Yeah. What's that all about? Bob and Doug McKenzie and Alan Thick. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) butt. Isn't he dead? I was yes. hoping it was Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah. <laughs> well, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess! Good news at, uh, what's that park? Animal Kingdom. Yes, Disney's <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Uh, live entertainment finally returning to Animal Kingdom this summer. Woohoo! Tap dancing goat. Oh, <laughs> they just put I a goat special shoes on, and <laughs> technically oh, my he's honey, tapping. Oh, my baby. <laughs> I'd pay. I'd pay an upcharge for that. Absolutely, me <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, well, actually, it is uh, the Festival of the Lion King show will return this summer. Uh, of course, yes. it's going to be presented in a modified format. Um, that means that. They're going to be mindful of the current environment with adjustments to the show on stage, backstage, and updates to the choreography to allow for the appropriate physical distancing. So they're also going to adjust. Hey, performers are back. That's going to be fantastic. Lots of plexiglass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're also going to, they said they're going to be adjusting how the audience is seated. And if you guys remember, that's basically like large bench seating where you're kind of shoulder to shoulder with other parties. So I'm sure they're going to be spacing that out, putting some stickers down like mm-hmm. they've been doing. But mm-hmm. plex- they're still rolling out plexiglass to new attraction queues now. So they are keeping the plexiglass companies in business still. So. Yeah, I have yeah. a feeling that stuff is going to stay around for a long time. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm all good with it. I don't need anyone's cooties or BO. Mm-hmm. And sure. The only, only time I find it troubling is in uh big thunder mountain queue it's so narrow it's like <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's, it's really kind of claustrophobic down the there when you're going down that ramp it's like really mm-hmm. it's really tight down there that's yeah. the only time i find it annoying that's a great great place to moon people though you can press ham up against that glass, that's right yeah. i like to just put them on the glass <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> wow i uh, i haven't tried that thanks for the tip <laughs> 
So yeah, look forward to that this summer. Yay, fun, fun times. No, that that's great. Turn. It's really cool that that they're bringing back some of the the actors and the performers and yeah, getting and some of that stuff back. That would be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, looking forward to it. And parks like Animal Kingdom definitely need it. I'm hoping that this mm-hmm. is going to inspire some some more of the shows at Hollywood Studios to come back. Mm-hmm. They really. I have also the, heard uh, some mutterings that yeah, was called back. That was what I was just going to say. I've I don't heard think they some have rumors. announced that one, but the, the uh, cast member groups and things are all talking mm-hmm. where the Nemo folks have been called back for rehearsals, too. So that's excellent. Yeah, I think this is their their sort of a test to see how they're going to do it. And then they'll just slowly mm-hmm. roll mm-hmm. others out as they go. I'm afraid, though, when they go to call some of those Nemo people back, they've moved on. They've moved on to other places, other jobs where they can, you know, work a fish the puppet. Ocean. Just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. Pacific Ocean, Baltic Sea. Yeah, that one dude's now working at Chuck's Fish Puppet Cafe, so he's busy. He can't come back. <laughs> they, d- but no, they just released them all uh, into the same Everglades area that they released the Cirque du Soleil clowns. So it's just oh, lots of puppet fish and French an clowns. Released yeah. into the wild. You just have to go out just there with some nets. send an, an airboat and gather them up. <laughs> yeah. They lure them in with streamers and then they like catch them with a net. Giant butterfly nuts. Uh, Heather has a story about uh, some of the hoops. Speaking of, yeah, well, uh, to jump to pretty soon uh, for international travel. Yeah, there there have been a lot of confusing headlines out in the last few days since President Biden took office and started signing a flurry of executive orders and. A couple of the the things are really important to watch if you have any international travel planned right now headed out to the Caribbean or Mexico. Starting on January 26th, this, this is going to go into effect, although they are reviewing it. Starting on January 26th, in order to board a U.S. bound flight, you will have to present negative COVID test results that have been taken in the last three days before you board your flight and they are accepting rap the rapid antigen tests for this particular uh, set of regulations. So that's a little bit easier to get. The results come back quicker. Hey, is that from a test that was actually administered in three days or results you got within three it, days the ago? The test has to have been administered within the last three days. Ah. So if you're uh, we've had questions about this, if I'm just going away for the weekend, you know, taking a a weekend getaway to Mexico or something like that, you can if you're only going to be gone, say two nights, you can get your test done in the United States before you leave. It just has to the test has to have the sample has to have been taken three days before you've bored your flight back into the United States. They are let that actually the CDC made that recommendation before the new administration took office and they are currently letting it take effect on Tuesday, January 22nd, but they have asked the COVID-19 task force and the CDC to take two weeks to really review it and 26. see if it, yeah, it'll be the day that this, this podcast comes out. They will, that will, those recommendations will have taken place. Um, and they are they are going to look at it and see if there are some some things that need to be tweaked in that recommendation. Um, at the ASTA, the American Society of Travel Agents, is really pushing for a test on arrival order for American citizens so that you can at least get home 
and get your test mm-hmm. taken. So we'll see if that happens. Um, That's the, how they've been doing it from state to state where, you know, Connecticut yes. and New York and these others required it. Yeah. But that was when you land, then you get tested mm-hmm. and quarantined. So I don't, yeah. I don't know and why they would do it the other way around. It, it caused a bit of a flurry when this first came out. People were, were really worried about getting stranded and what are we going to do? How am I going to get a test? Uh, speaking of Mexico and the Caribbean, the, the resorts there have done a great job mobilizing to get testing available right at your resort. Uh, most of them are offering it for free, actually, included with your stay. Mm-hmm. They'll facilitate your test, get you your results, make sure that you're able to get home. Most of them are also also saying that if you should test positive, they will let you stay in the resort in your room for two weeks to quarantine free of charge. Almost all of them. So, you know, but most people are worried about well, you wanting to be able to get home. What we've been recommending is that people test a few days before they leave. Uh, make sure that you aren't an asymptomatic carrier before you leave. And if you are following all the precautions that are recommended, that we really stress for travelers wearing a mask, washing your hands a lot, physically distancing, which is very easy in the Me- in Mexico and the Caribbean. You're, the chances of you getting a positive result trying to come home are very, very slim. Um. The other thing that that has been confusing people is this the executive order that was released also talked about requiring quarantine for international travelers. And all the headlines that I saw for days were Biden requiring two week quarantine for incoming travelers. And that's actually not at all what the executive order said. It was a recommendation uh, that people follow the CDC's guidelines that when you are returning from any travel that you consider quarantining there's no nationwide enforcement feasibility really for something like this and it did use the words recommend not require and it also said that it would like the 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 covid task force to take two weeks to consider what the best smartest guidelines would be um, so for the the quarantine, there isn't one currently. There's not one going into effect. And we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like. I guess my hope is that what they'll come up with is requiring tests upon arrival in the United States for Americans and suggesting that you quarantine um, until you have a negative result after you travel. That would really be the easiest for American citizens. And it's also just it's it's a responsible thing to do anyway. It's something we've kind of been recommending for travelers for a while now, making sure that you're taking all the necessary precautions and uh, keeping yourself and others safe. So I think this ruling was intended to keep at bay some of the new strains that are in other countries. So they're trying to keep people coming into the country with it. Because of the limited wording, they didn't have any exception for Americans returning. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of and a it was sign. also and I think the first that may actually change. Yeah, I think you're right. It was also the first actual mask mandate on federally regulated transport. Up until now, it's been up to the airlines to enforce their own mask mandates, which all of them have had. But there wasn't a lot of teeth to them. They could threaten to never let you on their planes again. But now if you don't wear a mask, you can be federally prosecuted for that. So I think that's the airlines certainly were pushing for that. 
And actually, the airline industry was pushing for these testing and quarantining guidelines because they'd like to reopen their routes to the rest of the world that aren't open right now, especially Europe. And we're kind of the only country that really didn't have firm guidelines about testing and, and quarantine. Mm-hmm. So imagine that. having that, yeah, having that in place, this, I think initially it scared a lot of people and maybe there were some knee jerk reactions about wanting to cancel trips. But I think in the long run, it's going to be very good for travel that at least we have some guidelines about uh, how you can do this safely. And, and these will help. Um, I don't I'm not I'm really not worried about the U.S. stranding people outside you know, American citizens outside the country. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to see a, a a reasonable result from this. But we need to keep an eye on it for right now. And if you, you are traveling to Mexico or the Caribbean right now in the next few weeks, not not to worry. There are easy ways to get tested. And easy ways to stay safe. So I've personally been traveling about once a month since uh, July and following all these (laughs) on average, (laughs) but following all these guidelines and, and, and really paying attention to the health and safety. And I've been able to keep myself safe. So it is possible. Have you seen, um, I lost the article. There's a company I don't know if they're normally a travel insurance company, but they were they're trying to sell a plan where uh, they'll they'll wherever you're traveling to set up daily COVID tests for you, mm-hmm. um, and then guarantee you emergency medical transport. I have seen that. Yeah, uh, you have to buy like 15 days at a time, and then. If they just bank the days, if your trip isn't that long, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I've seen that. And I cannot remember what company it was. Uh, it wasn't cheap either. I was about to say, it sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah. It was, well, yeah, it was, it was, well, it was only like, I mean, only, it was like, uh, it was like 47 or 60 some dollars a day per person. And then you have to buy 15 mm-hmm. days at yeah. a time. So it's going to be like a six to $700 expense for the plan. I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting. Which would be a bargain if you actually did have to be medevac. That is true. Right, exactly. <laughs> Something I could see being a good option for if people ever start doing business travel again. Mm-hmm. And I hope they do soon. Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys. Do you ever dream about traveling via the majestic airships of the past? No, not not since I read about uh, the one that blew up. I mean, we've all seen <laughs> the Hindenburg footage. Oh, it's pretty... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I saw a story about uh, this um, this company out of Britain uh, called Hybrid Air Vehicles that they're making uh, helium-filled balloons Ooh. and they're trying to make uh, blimps the wave of the future for travel. Uh, right. They point out that huh. just just by the nature of being lighter than air, it doesn't take a lot of fuel to move them around in the sky, so they're very green. But they had two really interesting ideas for ways that they would um, use these blimps that I thought were really cool ideas. The first one was, and they have some mock-ups of a cabin for these things that they're kind of like a uh, luxury luxury lounges with with bars and oh uh, that looks cool with a glass bottom 
Yeah. So one of the ideas is hmm. you go to a luxury luxury resort and you check into your room and then on say day two or three, they say, all right, well, we're moving to this location out in the middle of like bring you out to over the ocean bungalows, literally in the middle of the ocean or take you to the middle of the jungle or some other location. And they transport you via this luxury airship. Hmm. Uh, That's gorgeous. Aren't we running out of helium? Isn't that that the one thing that I was looking (laughs) for? Somebody told them that. Yeah. Because all the passengers are trying to make their voice (laughs) high and squeaky. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Dan loves. (laughs) <laughs> that's right i don't i don't know where they're finding the helium but uh and they i like that they call their ships flying whales mm-hmm. um but then they're also talking about it being a good way to transport cargo but then the really cool idea that they talk about here is for actually commuter type travel and they're talking about for places say in like south america where there's um remote urban centers or villages where people might want to get around get to the big city Hmm. and instead of having to cut down huge swaths of rainforest to build roads what if we start using these to commute people to move them around they can just drop down right in the middle of a city Hmm. and uh, Hmm. you don't have to put in all the money to building roads and stuff i I like the sightseeing part of it like the glass bottom boat Kind of thing, but, but in the air. airship, and they've got it like the ones they show here, them over the water. But it would be cool to go over the canopy in a rainforest or wherever. Oh, that's true. And just Good check point. it all out without having to go into it. Yeah, That'd there's lots cool. of neat uh, ways that you could use that to get to places that you couldn't necessarily go to. And the mock-up this show yeah, has easily. a bar, so I'm all over. So you're, <laughs> right. you're you've overcome any fears of the yeah. <laughs> it exploding like the Hindenburg. Oh, well, the Hindenburg the Hindenburg was hydrogen, right? Yeah, it wasn't a yeah, helium was balloon. Hydrogen field. Helium's a very safe gas, unless you make your voice too high, inhale too much of it. <laughs> I think you can asphyxiate, but I don't think this would be a problem. Well, I mean, I'd check it out. It looks yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know about travel that way. It seemed like, I don't know. I'm not going on. It seems a- slow, too. How fast can they go, Dan? Yeah. Um, let's see. I need all the answers right now. It yeah, makes I did, me I think did. of a lot of sci-fi shows that do, like, the, the futuristic turns and, and show cities with all kinds of blimps over the top of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't see a speed. It does say that their hybrid electric ships have a 620 mile range. Mm. I wouldn't mind flying over the rainforest as I have no desire to go through the rainforest. No, too many weird insects. Yeah, big insects, <laughs> snakes, Uncontacted spiders. tribes that don't want uh, you around. <laughs> yeah. This whole yeah. thing stinks of, of some steampunk nerds idea that I'm just not down with. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not I'm going up <laughs> yeah, in a balloon. I'm, I'm not, uh-uh. That's, that's some Jules Verne crap I'm not down for. You can wear a with goggles on Yeah, it no, I'm right not putting this. gears on my jacket. No, we're not, some I'm not going up in a balloon. Coat. I live in the 21st century. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I have always wanted to go up in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. I want ion pulse generators and... It's cloth full yeah. of fire under it. I, I think mean, we like, have we've discussed this before that <laughs> you're, not you're not doing it. 
Well, Jess has a story about sailing on a more conventional kind of ship. Yeah. So Disney Cruise Line just made a big announcement that they're going to offer a two-day cruise from Vancouver to uh, BC, or excuse me, from Vancouver, BC to Seattle. Excuse me. <laughs> um, it's going to be a, a two-day sailing that uh, beginning in July of this year, and it'll be on the Disney Wonder. And it'll be leaving Vancouver, BC. It'll sail to Seattle, Washington before returning back to Vancouver the next day. I was going to say, how slow is this thing going? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like not 30, very far. It's like a 30 minute ferry ride. <laughs> there's just, there's actually like a deckhand with a paddle and he's just getting you through. Um, this will still have uh, live shows, deck parties, and adult exclusive activities, which, you know, sounds more risque. Is than- this one of the way that they're, they're getting their toe back into the water so to speak yeah they're they're offering a 10 percent discount to guests who were previously booked on the june 28 2021 nine night alaska sailing and uh, if you <laughs> which you're that's, to that's the definition of consolation prize right there nine nine nights down yeah, to two absolutely you know? yeah definitely comparable it's just a sail down to starbucks and back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, right now, I'm sure people are, are looking to get away even for just two nights. Uh, quite frankly, if there was oh, a, yeah. a cruise sailing close to, to where I live and it was two nights, oh, I'd yeah. figure out a way to do it right now. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't you know if I go to Seattle. Are, <laughs> yeah, they got to the get the ships back on the water first. Yeah. What did you say the dates were, Jess? Um, so this is starting in July of this year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exact date on that. Have a well, yeah, the- they, they, I mean, I don't think anybody really has exact dates because the CDC hasn't let anyone do their test sailings yet. So we got to get those out of the way before. I guess they'll probably have to have um, labs, testing labs and result labs right there on the ships or in the ports. Mm-hmm. At least Ooh, in the they ports. They should put it in the sure. ice cream shop. Just because I want to be able to get ice cream while I'm getting tested. If you're going to get something shoved up your nasal cavity, at least get some Rocky Road to go with it. Yeah, they could put ice cream on it and swab it around. Oh, Oh, crap. Where did the swab go? Oh, no. (laughs) He ate it. It was delicious. It's in the Superman ice cream. I'm going to snort it. (laughs) So did you guys hear about the guy that was just discovered living in O'Hare Airport? Yes, I love that. He had been living there for three months. If you're scared of COVID, why not pick an airport? To <laughs> yeah, this in? is what his excuse was. He said that he was so scared of COVID that he didn't want to get back on a plane to go home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have so many questions. How was he in the secure part of the airport for three months? Without I anyone guess if noticing, have a transfer. You could just hang out in an airport. Who would know? I think maybe he went to one of those airline credit card desks where they're always trying to get you to sign up for their credit card. Credit card, and he just pretended like he worked there because everyone ignores <laughs> them, right? <laughs> so nobody noticed he was there. He just held a clipboard and stood in the middle of the aisle all day. Yeah, maybe. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse he was at O'Hare. Maybe he, uh, maybe he locked himself in one of those. They have those weird pods in the middle of the walkways for uh, their breastfeeding pods. Oh yeah, <laughs> for mm-hmm. for nursing mothers. <laughs> maybe he locked himself away in one of there. 
he set up camp in a, yeah. in a nursing pod. He he told when he was finally arrested uh, a week ago last Saturday after two United employees finally became <laughs> suspicious of him and asked him for ID and he showed them an airport ID badge that one of their operations managers had reported stolen it was a really month crayon. ago or two months ago. I think it said sometime in the fall, this <laughs> ID badge had been reported stolen. And he was arrested and he told the police that he was so scared of the pandemic that he was too afraid to fly. So he decided to just stay in the airport and he relied on the kindness of strangers to buy him food. Did they say what where he normally lives? He was from California. Hanks movie where a dude lived in the yes, airport the for terminal. years. And that was a true story. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is Jim Hanks in the Germinal. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he just it doesn't say exactly where he's from uh he he says he left california on october 19 boarded a chicago bound flight from los angeles and i guess he was returning to his native home of india but was scared to get on that plane so he just decided to stay in chicago wow <laughs> he, he'd been living in in california uh, going to school to get a master's degree. And hmm. now he's uh, under arrest and they did, they did let him out on bond. He has what's been the charge? Um, um, trespassing on federal property. I think let me, but they let him see. in there. He used the orange zone for no, things that were not loading and unloading. Yeah, was there some law that said, I bet you if he hadn't stolen the badge, he would have been okay. That part, that's probably part of it. And yeah. also, I guess in the places he was hiding, it says, He's facing fem- crim- felony criminal trespass because he was in restricted areas oh. of the airport. Yeah. He was living in the in the closed down Auntie Anne's pretzel company. <laughs> <laughs> and just stick to the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> Had to branch out. Yeah, you sleep it's, every it's Sunday. It's kind of there. concerning, though, that he was able to pull this off for three months. Nobody noticed. I, I mean, I guess he just, you know, when the... Airport emptied out. He went and hid somewhere and slept and came back out the next morning. Probably is never empty. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. And this wasn't at the height of of when the 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 traffic air traffic was down back in spring. This was over over the holidays when traffic was back up. (laughs) But the poor guy now is wearing a tracking bracelet until he. It goes back to for now his they can hearing. Find him anywhere in the airport. He goes. Yeah, exactly. good news. He can watch something other than CNN now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to keep putting quarters in the little. Remember those little chairs that had the TV? You'd put a quarter in or whatever to watch thirty minutes. Of I don't. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had those when I, when I was not that young. I'm when you were taking your dirt, when you were taking a dirigible over to the new colonies, <laughs> right. the new to colonies. the new world, <laughs> my tricorn hat and hit you with it if you don't care. Speaking of tricorn hats, just tell us what's happening with uh, Disneyland Paris. What does that have to do with tricorn? Hmm. I'm trying to see the connection there, but well, you guys don't give me a, don't give me anything better for a, for a segue. What am I supposed let's to do? Let's just go with it. The traditional French tricorn beret. Yes, yes, as we all know. Uh, Disneyland Paris sadly is extending their closure. 
they were originally going to yeah. be reopening on February 13th, and now they're pushing it all the way to, fingers crossed, April 2nd. Wow. They didn't want to do why? April What's 1st because, you know. <laughs> yeah. What's happening over there in the France? Um, just some Something stuff. going on? Yeah, they're, they're just busy. <laughs> they're just really busy. That's <laughs> where this Indian dude's going to be living there in the closed down Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Ooh, I'd do that. Uh, yeah, they not in the Walt Disney Studios side. That place sucks. <laughs> they have said that uh, if conditions permit, we will reopen Disneyland Paris on the 2nd of April 2021 and we'll welcome reservations from that date forward. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't think they're taking any reservations as of right now. They're already doing park, park reservations like Disney World. I, they're definitely going to have park reservations. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I mean, were they already doing? Oh, uh, were they? Um, I'm not sure. Were. I'm sure. And I think that's just going to be the future. Well, I mean, have you guys seen the the survey that's going around to Disneyland former Disneyland annual pass holders? And it's mm-hmm. asking questions about tiers, and those tiers are all based on making reservations and how far out you can make reservations, yeah. how many yeah, reservations you can weird, have going. Yeah. So it's that's if a great idea for annual pass holders yes. in in Disneyland, though. Yes. I think it's a wonderful yeah. idea. I also saw an interesting theory being posed about bringing back individual attraction tickets mm. and Ooh, and selling selling individual Ooh. attraction tickets again. Yeah, I I don't know either, but it was an interesting idea. I don't know. Back to the e-ticket the... ride books again, right? That's a that's yeah, a real old the, school way to do things. I don't know. It is. It really is. Yeah. And are you going to have to pay $140 a day before you pay for your ride tickets, <laughs> Right. So this is a very gonna, good question. Are they going to lower the gate price? Because uh, the, the article that I read had sort of proposed a tiered system of pricing for your ticket based on, say, X amount of dollars gets you... Four e-ticket rides. rides and X amount of dollars gets you six, that sort of thing. So not not actual an actual old school physical book of yeah, tickets. Theoretically, but, I mean, a lot of days you don't ride but four things anyway. Mm-hmm. I can see that if they try to bring back a, a modified fast pass and they don't just go with the max pass style. I can even if they do, mm-hmm. I can see them going ahead and, and charging for extra passes. Just just what Disneyland Paris has, they have two two uh, add on options. So the the fast pass system in the old way that we're familiar with it was still everybody got that. But then there were two levels of paid upgrades, and one of them was getting to use the fast pass line at every attraction that has it once in a day, and then the other one was unlimited. You could get to use the fast pass line as much as you wanted. Guess which one we chose? Yes. Well, did you also a, notice? Did you also notice on that survey, one of the options was going to be separating Max Pass from the Photo mm-hmm. Pass. Yes, and only, I think only one of the options that they were floating around out there actually even came with Max Pass. Most of the um, boy, they weren't calling it Pass Holder; they were calling it something else. I can't Passport. remember. Passport. Yeah, most of the options That's, did not come with Max Pass. They were passports um, years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the old old timey name for it. Yeah. Um, one thing weird I noticed on those tiers with the most expensive one was missing some value mm-hmm. that the second one did. I thought of and that too. And then between the first and second, one was a thirty percent discount on food and a ten percent on merchandise. The other one was the reverse of that. 
So it's like if you're a foodie, get this one. Yeah. If you like merch, but it seemed mm-hmm. like they were trying to dissuade people from being able to go and buy up all the merch. Uh, with, with their discount, discount yeah. Sell it on eBay. There's so many people in, in Disneyland who do well, that kind of thing. And I, I think they're also just looking to see which of those things is going to be most is more important, attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going the final, the final that most expensive one was thirteen hundred dollars, and that was that was mm-hmm. missing some of the which I think was about the one. price of the annual pass that already existed, but it didn't have any blackout dates, mm-hmm. which this one did. And you yeah. have to make reservations, so you'd be yeah. paying the same amount of money, possibly. Curious to see where they go with it. Certainly, I think they're trying to limit or at least curb a little bit the local traffic. Not, you know, they don't want to. Yeah, there's so much local traffic where they just go in there to promenade through there and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it feel a lot busier. Well, I was thinking about uh, what kind of weird things could I look, look forward to share with you guys and something that I've been missing the past year. Is going to festivals, mm-hmm. yeah. And about how it seems like every every small town has their own weird little festival celebrating something. Oh, for sure, odd. Uh, so I thought, in hopes of a summer that maybe will allow us to do something approaching looking like that, uh, I thought it'd be fun to take a look at some weird festivals from around the U.S. This week, I wanted to tell you about one that's actually kind of near and dear to my heart because it is the Twins Days Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio. Twinsburg, Ohio. Which is uh, the town where my parents grew up. And your parents are twins, right? Uh, No, (laughs) each other. (laughs) (laughs) Twins. (laughs) Not that I'm aware of. Uh, My grandmother and some some of my other family members still live there. Um, And this is... uh, well, Twinsburg was founded by a pair of twins way back in the uh, 1800s. Well, apparently, they married sisters and yeah, they did. lived next door to each <laughs> other their entire lives and both contracted the same terrible disease and died within hours of each other. Oh, no. Story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but so fast forward to 1976, so uh, celebrating the bicentennial, and Twinsburg decided that they were going to hold a. Uh, Twins Days Festival to uh, celebrate twins. And this has become the largest gathering of twins in the world. Brought to you by Devil Mint Gum. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, actually, I believe they have a strong presence there. Uh, They they typically get around 2,000 pairs of twins, um, as well as some triplets and and quads. That's 4,000 kids Mm. or adults. Yeah, uh, all ages from babies up to elderly people. They have a giant twin parade every year. And Aww. then they have a day-long judging of these twin contests, which are kind of weird. There's there's a theme to the there's a theme to the festival every year. And so they'll have a contest for like the most the oh, yeah. most identical girls, the most identical boys in all age categories, and then they do which pair of twins has the best themed outfit uh, together? <laughs> who are the least, uh, the, least alike twins? The least alike twins, um, and then those are broken into age categories. Yeah, one and, of and our one of our uh, our guest hosts is actually a twin, and I think he and his brother could win the least alike 
twins. <laughs> I did. Did uh, he um, send you that picture of him and his twin at Disney World? Yes, and it's the I was like, who's that kid thing. on the right? Because Zach is very fair and very blonde, mm-hmm. and his his brother is black hair and dark skin. And dark like, skin. Yeah, they're very, they're very much opposites, obviously. They're fraternal twins. <laughs> they're not identical. Clearly. <laughs> Both Dan, I th- Dan, I think you dodged a bullet. Your wife's grandmother is a, an identical twin. Okay. And they say that that skips generations, so it mm-hmm. should have landed on you. <laughs> well, I'm sh- I'm sure glad it didn't. Uh, You'd have, have even have more to... kids than you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the twins, and it's crazy because it's not a huge town, uh, but it gets overrun with twins um, every year at the beginning fun. of August. They have uh, the parade. They have a twin volleyball tournament. <laughs> um, uh, a, a twins talent show. Um, there's they they kick it off with a wiener roast uh, oh. for charity. Twin wieners, uh, where they oh. they actually have a scholarship program specifically for twins. Um, but it's it's, it's so bizarre. Dong in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre because the you, you walk around this festival and it's just all these doubles all over the place and and it's. It, it, it's weird if you've never seen anything like that. And Have you wear... been to the festival? Oh, yeah. Several times. Oh, several wow. Times, yeah. <laughs> I would check that out. It's, yeah. it's right by where I grew up. So we would go there. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they wear costumes and I don't imagine costumes and stuff. And actually, um, scientists uh, come every year to run twin studies. Oh, yeah. It's like that's a, that's a big thing. The, min- the Minnesota twin study is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from... <laughs> Yes, I got a real big problem with this one. <laughs> <laughs> the twin elves on the shelves. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a fun and kind of a weird. That's weird Zach and Cody. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and you can check that out. Hopefully this year, the first weekend of August uh, in Pittsburgh, Ohio. All right. So I have, take umbrage with their website. There's three pictures on the website. None of these twins look particularly alike. I, I know their website is not, is not, uh, not, not very well represented. Find some actual that. identical twins. Come on. Yes. Oh, those elves on the shelf are kind of. Yeah. Zach and Cody look pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas sweet life. <laughs> okay. Well, stick around because after the commercial break we're going to fix all the problems at our favorite theme parks by deciding which attractions to keep fix and burn to the ground when it comes to planning your next adventure knowledge and preparation are always key that's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. 
Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Well, guys, it's a tough job, but somebody has to do it. And who's more qualified and better prepared to shape the face of themed entertainment for generations to come than us? Almost everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Some might say that. Uh, Just to make it a little more interesting, I'm going to force you to make some tough and totally unnecessary decisions. Here's Mm. how it's going to work. I'm going to provide you with three options that are at least somewhat loosely connected. You have to pick which one you'll leave as is, which to fix, and what uh, whether that means giving it a just a refurb to spruce it up or give it a complete overhaul, and which one you're going to just burn to the ground and leave in your rearview mirror. Mm. Uh, so uh, feel free to chime in to tell your fellow adventurers how totally misguided they are, and let's get started. Who wants to go first? You do. I do. <laughs> He's the one giving us the options. Yep. <laughs> I hope you prepared some for yourself. Just for that. I'm ready to chime in with my opinion on all of these. Okay. Well, I can Uh, go. There's no winners. There's no losers. We're just doing this so that we can yell at each other. Uh, Jeff, it's time time for you to either streamline Walt Disney World and make it better than it already is or just totally ruin it. Magic Kingdom is off limits, so you have to choose between Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Which are you going to keep? Which are you going to fix? And which are you going to burn to the ground? Oh, Ooh. Burn Animal Kingdom to the ground. Ooh. I'm good with that. I'm very good with that. You could pave that and put additional parking for a different oh, park. Oh, no. <laughs> That's literally paving paradise and putting up a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> but where will all those Navi go? Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't care if I never went what to Animal Expedition Kingdom again. Expedition Everest? It's a great ride. There it's, are, it's technically just a coaster. It really is just a good yeah. coaster. It's with mm. a broken okay. animatronic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. That's it's fair. a strobe light on a hairy mannequin. But where a, else? A middling roller coaster. <laughs> a hairy mannequin. If you want to see where animals, you got. Can I see a giant anteater pace back and forth? Bush Gardens. <laughs> Every okay. other zoo in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So here's the real dilemma, though. You've got two dumpster fires left. Which one is you going to leave alone, <laughs> and which one are you going to actually fix? Um, I think. It, this point i would leave hollywood studios alone because they've Mm kind of made it a little better it still makes no sense but each area is great now but there's no cohesion to it yeah Mm -hmm. and epcot needs to be the whole front of epcot like they're doing (laughs) back but they realized it needed to be torn out and needs to be redone it's just like so hard and Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Much like, never mind. Well, like, there's no, like, I think Animal Kingdom's a beautiful park with the lush greenery and all mm-hmm. that. And Epcot is just the opposite. It's just concrete, concrete. everywhere. Yeah. So, so much concrete. Everything's a hardscape. Mm-hmm. That's why I was That's excited. What I love about Animal Kingdom is it's beautiful. I love to yeah. take pictures. I love 
some of the shows there. I like the when all the pretty, pretty birds fly out and do their little thing. But yeah, I guess I, I, I wouldn't. Like I guess I wouldn't miss it if we if we had to do away with I'm one being of them. Harsh. It's it the hottest park. There's. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. got the least amount of areas, air conditioned areas that you can duck into. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. You know it. It that's true. It has the least amount of really good or even newer attractions. I mean, you've got Avatar, mm -hmm. but those two rides compared to like Tough to Be a Bug and and. The, yeah. Anything in Dino Land? Come on, like there's there's oh, nothing yeah. that's Dino holding Land up needs in that part. to be yeah. Dino yeah, Land so. needs to be burned down. Absolutely, that whole thing needs yeah. to be an Indiana Jones area. Animal and anything Kingdom good does in that have park, one of my favorite something else. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Animal Kingdom has one of my favorite restaurants and lounges with Tiffin's and Nomad Lounge. Yeah. Mm, Love yeah. that spot, and it's a beautiful spot right there on that little. Yeah. But know, it could go in Adventureland pretty easily. You oh, walk good into point. Pandora and go, wow, look at this. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, that's fair. Good. Yeah, that's true. Tiffins would fit in well in Adventureland and Nomad Lounge. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> as long as you got Burn somewhere to go. Yeah. As long Burn as I get down. my shrimp and grits somewhere, I'm good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> if you don't have any sort of agenda and you just, it's a nice day and then you just want to wander around, that's a pretty park to photograph and mm -hmm. look at some animals. But I find it just dreadfully boring for the most part. That's fair. Yeah. All right. You. All right. Jess, we're going to completely remake the uh, monorail hotel loop Ooh. contemporary polynesian and grand flurry and what should you keep what should you fix and what should you burn well i you guys probably know my my opinion on grand floridian so i'm gonna burn grandma hotel to the ground yeah. <laughs> all the doilies all the gold all of it just gone um fine with that um keep the way it is i'm i'm gonna say the contemporary because like the contemporary has a special place in my heart the first time i ever went when i was a little kid we took the monorail into Magic Kingdom and we went through the mm -hmm. contemporary and mm -hmm. it blew me away. And ever blew since I was a little kid, mind. I was I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay there and I'm actually finally going to stay there in March. Took me long enough. But so I it's it's got to stay the same because it needs to be the way that I saw it when I was a kid. So that it, it just it's just iconic in itself. Um, yeah. Most um, of it, I agree. I hate the rooms. Yeah, Mostly I'm, yeah. I hate Dude, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well, the see, bathroom. I hate the bathroom because they have these stupid, useless little sinks that are an inch deep and no countertop. Yeah. So you oh, got to put all your huge stuff flat sink. Yeah. So you got to put all your stuff in the sink, but then it doesn't drain right because it's flat. So all your stuff gets wet. <laughs> I, hate that. I don't put my stuff in the sink. Mine hangs in a little thing next to yeah, it. Yeah, well, I have more things than you Where do. Where are you going to wash your girl. underwear? Ew, okay. <laughs> That's gross. But... Call back. <laughs> yeah. Then your feces yeah. won't go down the sink, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, that's that's kind of one of the reasons I, I would definitely fix the poly, which they're currently doing anyway, is like when yeah. I stayed there um, like about a year or two ago, it, I felt like it it was dated. And mm -hmm. I felt like the yeah. bathroom wasn't set up very well. Everything just felt like it, it it really needed a complete overhaul after staying like at some other of the deluxes. So I'm mm -hmm. excited to see what they'll do with that one. I know it, I feel like they kind of rested on their laurels with that one because they're like, oh, it's rustic, you know, it's island theme and, 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 and retro. Yeah. So let's just 
lean into the retro I and do. let everything go. I do get old. like some of that. Yeah. No, I love the, I love the retro I, Polynesian. I you should keep vibe, it yeah. retro and kitschy and fun, but also upgrade the mm-hmm. things that need upgrading. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, they are about to overhaul all the rooms in the contemporary. Yeah. Sorry, Jess. Yeah. In the I tower. Know. I will be staying there right before they do. Them. So, yeah. So maybe you'll get a better sink. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. And I was thinking about, too, yeah, I, was, I would also burn the Grand Floridian down. And yeah. I was thinking about, have you I ever lo- seen the- I love the, the Enchanted Rose Bar there. And I don't yeah. hate it as much as I think Jess does. I've stayed there and really liked it. But it's the one that if I had to get rid of one, it'd be the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, there's plenty of bars that y'all like. <laughs> this is fair. Yeah, okay. but that one you can get insure uh, at. So, you know, Ew. <laughs> the clientele. Have, you also get a pair of Depends have, when you check in. It's really a, great. Yeah, Depends machine in the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could they could overhaul that resort and make the, the decor inside more modern without killing the you know, the, the or the, yeah, the vibe. Or nice. burn it down. And have you seen the ideas they had for the rest of the hotels they wanted to put around that? Wasn't there an uh-huh. Asian one? There they was wanted? going to be a Mandarin, yeah, a Chinese one, yeah. mm-hmm. and there was and going like to a, be a Venetian, uh, Roman, one. Venetian. Yeah, that one. Looked yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, yeah. That was cool. going to be where the Floridian sits now. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why they called it the Grand Floridian, but based it on the El Coronado at. In, in California. Yeah. But see, and then if you stay like after staying at, at Grand Californian, I was just like, this is not this is much better interpretation of sort of the area yeah. into like a hotel than mm-hmm. Yeah. Heather's Heather's turn. Um, how about we uh elderly Universal Studios attractions? So, oh dear. <laughs> Men in Black, E.T. and Revenge of the Money. Money. Revenge oh, of the no. Money. <laughs> um starring Cuba Gooding Jr. All right, uh, Men in Black, burn it down. No, I don't need that ride. Still better than Space Ranger Spin, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's still burning a boat. Um, yeah, Space yeah. <laughs> Mummy, don't touch it. I love the Mummy. That is a great yeah. ride. Uh, and ET, <laughs> it's it a great That's ride. It. it just needs to it be updated. Does. It needs to be updated. I mean, a paint job at minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Upgrade yeah. some of those. They uh, need to fix ET. Maybe some yes. Febreze. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and fix ET at the end when he's supposed to say your name. Drunk. Yeah. Goodbye, file not found. Yeah, that one. That one's pretty <laughs> easy. I don't know that I've set foot in Men in Black in years. It's well, fun. And also, I yeah, like yeah. I like Men in Black. Okay. My son loved it. He thought it was a lot of fun. So it's, I'm it's surprised got that appeal. you like it with all the spinning, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can ride it once. Yeah. <laughs> that whole park is uh, things I can ride once because I'm going to vomit if I. Try <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The thing that always trouble, not trouble, but perplexed me with Men in Black is they make you take your purse and stuff. You can't have a bag or backpack or anything. Like, what? This ride is lame. Why? Are, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You can ride Everest with whatever with you. And they were like, no, you have to lock away your belongings to go on this lame spinny ride. You can ride that with a baby and a Bjorn. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I'm going to bring my dog in a Bjorn. <laughs> on Everest? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Steiny would love it. I'm not sure she would. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Jeff. 
classic Fantasyland attractions at Disneyland. Storyland, Canal Boats, Casey Jr., and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Burn Casey Jr. Yes. Oh, all right, you're good. And Senior, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never ridden that one, so I don't know. It's a little train ride. It's I'm stupid. sure it's lame. Yeah. Uh, I love the story about canals. I think it's the cutest, charming little thing. It's things in miniature. I They're tiny. <laughs> Wait, what was the third one? Mr. Toad. Mm-hmm. Keep that. All right. Fix uh, <laughs> fix up the canal boat rides by Make putting them more some tiny. more, more, more things. In. More <laughs> things. More yeah. things. Yeah. And then keep Mr. Toad. I love it. Yeah. Mr. Toad needs to never be touched. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The canal boats I love at Christmas time when they put teeny tiny little Christmas decorations mm-hmm. in some of the towns. Yeah. You could it's, you could do some fun stuff to make that one a little more cool. If they would let me walk around in those towns too, like stomping around like Godzilla, <laughs> that would be amazing. Or like uh, like uh the the brave little tailor uh Mickey Short where where the giant is like lifting up and he rolls up the haystack into a a uh, cigar. And so <laughs> yeah. The track of Casey Jr. train basically goes like around. Yeah, it goes around mm-hmm. Canal Boat Land. Yeah, so it's, it's like stupid. the exact same as the water version. You're already uh, yes. like Casey Jr. I was going to burn. Dun, 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 dun. What? Stop it! Hold up! Shut it's, your mouth yeah, right this now. This show is over. Okay, yeah, we're done. Okay. But if I had to choose. I don't know. It's a ride at Disneyland where a frog gets drunk. Yeah, we know. Dies from it's drunk fine. driving and goes <laughs> and to is hell. convicted to go to hell. Come on. It's the justice system at work. Like it it is. Yes. They could upgrade the the everything in that ride. <laughs> like it's, it's just, just it's like yeah, glow it's just paint, painted plywood. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, cute. Uh, I, I love that you're going into Toad Hall and you're driving a little car. And if you're a little kid, you get so excited if you get seated in front of the steering wheel. And the car is cool. Yeah. That's true. Those are cool cars. We know a guy that owns one of those cars. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous of him. Mm-hmm. I want one in my I would living put, room. I would put an engine in it and make it so I could drive it around. That's not street yes. legal. You know that. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Jess, Walt Disney World, Adventureland Attractions, Aladdin's Flying Carpets, Swiss Family Treehouse, and the Jungle Cruise. Um, well, keep Jungle Cruise. That one's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, burn to the ground. Uh, what were the other two? The the treehouse carpets and the, the treehouse tree and the burn carpets. burn the treehouse because that'd be fun to watch. Um, <laughs> go up like a box of matches um, and fix the. You know what? Fix the 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 flying carpets because I mean it, that's a that's an out of the box ride. So you could have done something so much better with the flying carpets. Like hey, that, that mm-hmm. just there's so many ways you could make an attraction out of a flying carpet ride. Yeah. That, is way better. Also, turn the camels around and have them spit at the people on the right. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Right there. Or just That's turn them fixed. off. I like if you fixed. just turn them off because for some reason it's the one thing in the park I forget and I walk right into it every time. Yeah, every time. The, I love it. The ones, those, those three tiki's across the street from it get me too. Mm-hmm. I'm always yeah. taking pictures of them. Like, <laughs> 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 Heather, you're going to have to make a decision. <laughs> A difficult decision about uh, themed dining experiences. Oh, You've got to okay, choose. Okay. Your, op- your, your options here are Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, and the six-time theme park insider, best themed restaurant in the world winner, Mythos at Universal Island. Oh, Adventure. Lord. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, this one actually is tough because well, I've never eaten at, at Mythos. 
stink. I think Be Our Guest sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Be Our Guest um, could be fixed with a better menu and cooks. That's true. I think keep Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, fix Be Our Guest. And I, I, I got to go with Burn Down Mythos because I... I like to Good make luck. fun of it's it. It's concrete and with a waterfall. I've never eaten there. It's not, not very flammable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to defend myself with Cinderella's royal table, I saw Dan make a face. The first time I ever went to Walt Disney World, my grandparents took me to eat there, and I, I loved it. I still remember it. I remember we saw the fireworks while we were eating dinner. And um, I, I think it's, I think it's a great place. I mean, I think the, I don't really need the the princess dining experience there. Uh, a lot of little girls love that, so maybe I we wish don't the food touch was it. Better, but, but otherwise, yeah. I like it. The food has been better there in the past. I remember one of the things I remember about the first time I ate there, and I granted I was like five years old, was when they brought out the butter. It was a little sculpture of Mickey Mouse standing on the plate. Oh, that's cool. And I didn't want anyone to touch it because I love Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yes. Um, and I just I I think they could, you know, they can do some new stuff with their menu and things like that. But I don't I wouldn't want to burn it to the ground. And I don't think it necessarily needs to be fixed. Be Our Guest needs. They've tried a few things there. Uh, yeah. And they get I mean, worse. It just seems to they they pick. They they're do, like this worked yeah. kind of okay. Let's pick something that will work even worse. I think yeah, they should that, stop trying to do French food because yeah. they're not good at it. And yeah. they've gone to that prefix French menu that's kind of garbage. It's mm. not the lunch good, used to but be pretty it's a good beautiful there. location. Yeah, and lunch was I great. Did breakfast they, there. I never did the lunch, but the breakfast, breakfast was, was the same also good. Counter service style setup. I it's think you and I cool ate there for dinner the first time we, first we time had I our met family. Dan was yes. when we all ate there. Yeah. It was terrible. And my my, my <laughs> yeah. son the food kept was great, yeah. but Dan sucked. My, the food was okay. My son kept sending his steak back uh, asking for medium rare and getting a burnt steak. <sighs> yeah, it's just so bitter noisy about that. In there. They need they need yeah. some soundproofing panels on those ceilings. That's true, but it is it is beautiful, and they they like had the a great idea. And- yeah, and the room with the whispering suits of armor is cool, and the, and the library. Well, I, I I think it I could. I've never noticed this. You haven't. Right when you it's walk when in. You, right when you walk in, you walk through this little room that's got suits of armor on either side, and they whisper at you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm so deaf. I probably. Well, the the first time I noticed it was, yeah, the reason I noticed it the first time was it was when you were, when they were serving lunch in there and you, you had to wait in line to go to that room with all the terminals to order your lunch and you'd get stuck in that room waiting in line and you could hear them talking to you. Lean into your ear and whisper, I'm almost there. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Good. <laughs> yeah, and they tried that whole thing for a while where you you did you ordered at the terminal and they gave you a rose that didn't really look like a rose. It looked like a red hockey puck. Yeah, and like you would radish. put it on your table and they would bring they would wheel your food out to you in that elaborate it's one of those fancy carts from a fancy restaurant that's normally the cheese cart. Mm-hmm. But they like so loaded all the lunch like, food in. They're like, here's it. a yeah. fancy cart, but you gotta walk over there and stand in line to get your soda. 
like watch out in the floor sticky in a, in, a, like, in a paper cup yeah, yeah it was <laughs> so like half and half it, it made no could, sense it never mm-hmm. could quite get the everything together yeah, yeah. there should it just needs be some table work. service and qu- quit trying to be french because yeah and I have known nothing about Mythos except for that it has a banner hanging on the front that <laughs> proclaims it the best theme park restaurant in the world. And the banner hasn't been replaced since 1993 when they were voted the best. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just from some BS uh, website. Yes. We, we, uh, I ate it Mythos one time and it was it was all right. When you get inside, you expect it to be a lot cooler looking inside than it yeah, is. Yeah, because it looks cool outside. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Well, it I'm sticking to enough. it. We're we're burning it down. <laughs> okay. Um, next up is Jeff, and I want him to m- pass judgment on uh, <laughs> on the on the attractions in Tomorrowland that are not beloved. So, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Spin, Astro Orbiter, and Tomorrowland Speedway. Mm, mm. Uh, dumpster fire. All of that. I'm, I'm um, glad you asked him this one. Okay, I like Buzz. And maybe it's just because it was like the first time we went, Wyatt super loved that one. And I always like it. I like the whole glow in the darkiness to it. And I think mm-hmm. it's fun and charming. And it looks like a carnival kind of attraction. I'd leave it. The how kids it love is. that ride. Yeah. Astro Orbiter. Stupid. Tear it off the top of that thing. It's just a, there's enough circular carnival rides. And yeah. uh, like the, the carpets. Basically. Yeah, it's exactly. This. They're all yeah. Dumbo or Triceratops spin or whatever. Um, and the uh, um, Tomorrowland Speedway should be turned into Wreck It Ralph with electric cars. Should be like yes. Vanellope von Schweetz Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush. And make it yeah. super fast. More and theming, dangerous. cooler. They should have yes. parts where you go inside. If it's not gasoline powered, Make parts mm-hmm. where you go inside and they have cool um, projection effects. It would be inexpensive. Oh, yeah. You could do some neat stuff. And electric cars, please, for the love. Yes. I it's hate so gross. It's like gas powered cars. Yeah. I hate walking past that area. It chokes you. And, you know, I love, I know little kids love, oh, I'm driving. You know, they, they like the Wyatt gold loved car. Thing. That and until that's like good. last yeah. year, he's 19. But why can't it be electric? electric, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But why can't it be electric? Kids would still love it. And if you do want to put more IP in the parks, that's a great idea about turning it into a Wreck It Ralph themed attraction. Make it electric, but when you press the pedal, make it like you know electronic sound effects, like Haggard when you rev the motorcycle. They could even put in the the smellitizers and make it smell like it's diesel (gasps) fuel. Because then Jeff wouldn't feel left out, right? (laughs) But you you know what they could do is make it every time you pump the gas, it smells like different candies. Yes. Yeah. This idea is genius. If you walk through that area and it smelled like candy, it'd be a lot better than gross (laughs) gas fumes. Yeah, it gives you an opportunity to have an Ed Wynn impersonator lending mm-hmm. their voice to the park. <laughs> yes, the make sure you put fast. your seatbelt on. Yeah, <laughs> for real. This is I'm, genius. We need to send this idea to the Bobs. It Bob's. needs to happen. As well, a it might cost chest, money, I'm, so they wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jess, I'm, I'm, I'm so jealous of that Ed Wynn impersonation. There's two voices that I wish I had inside of me. One of them is Edward. Yeah, that came out wrong. I wish I had two impressions. You that pay I was your able to do. Of you? 
<laughs> one of them is Ed Wynn. Why are we fighting in them, there? And the, and the other is Paul Lynn. That's not one enough room for Paul Lynn. They're kind of the same person. Uh, yeah. I could be inside of you. Inside of you. <laughs> I don't know why. I just really wish I could do those two impressions. Oh, Samantha. Um, <laughs> um, 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 Jess, Harry Potter attractions, Gringotts, Forbidden Journey, and Hagrid's Coaster of Many Names. Oh. Mm. Want to hear something interesting? I have oh, never yeah. ridden any of those rides. What? <laughs> never None ridden of any them? of those rides. No. Uh, both of the Harry Potter rides that have been open when I was there um, scare the crap out of me with my bad back. Um, <laughs> just looking at yeah, them and, do and the one hearing in the castle. I think Gringotts, well, you'd be fine with. I actually went through the line for the one in the castle, and I sat down in the chair. And the angle of the chair, they angle them yeah. back so that you kind of sit. Oh no! Sort of and in that there, ride and it, it just pulls on your sciatic nerve. So I, I immediately mm-hmm. got up and I was like, "Chicken exit, please." Yeah. So you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't get, I don't get motion sickness. But that one makes me want to vomit every yeah. time. Yeah. Ooh. So I keep Hagrid because I hear it's really good and I haven't ridden mm-hmm. it. And I do want to ride it. And that one looks totally like something one. I could ride. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll keep that one. Um, uh, yeah. So for the other ones, I, I have nothing to go on except, you know, the one that causes the most motion sickness. We could just go ahead and burn that one down. And then, yeah, that one would be the <laughs> Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Burning down Hogwarts Castle. Mm-hmm. You can just theme it to the seventh book then. Sorry, movie. <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah, and then just you know. Yeah, that's the, true. Uh, it's it's after the it's the Battle of Hogwarts ride. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Just burn it while people are on it. Wait a minute. Don't, oh no! I don't. Wait I don't really not. mean that. Don't put me on a list. <laughs> not allowed into Universal <laughs> anymore. By Jess, do not reflect those of Key to the World Travel or its affiliates. <laughs> yeah. Um, Heather. Uh, Disney California Adventure, Grizzly River Run, the Ferris wheel that I refuse to call Pixar <laughs> Pal Around, and Luigi's Rollicking Roasters. Oh. Mm. Well, hmm. I like I know all of this. I, I do, I do. Hmm. Don't Luigi's Rollicking No, Luigi's, I think, fun. leave it the way that it is. Yeah. It's They're, adorable. It's really kind of, it's just cute. Right, it's not a thrill yeah. ride, but um, the whole ride is like that one scene in Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yes, yeah. yeah. So scene. I think I would leave that alone. The, here's where I I have trouble. I, I don't like water rides. I don't like those raft rides where, because mm. I'm always the one who gets soaked on those rides. Mm, that means you <laughs> like it too much. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Um. I like the Ferris wheel, but I know that it is very hated by a lot of people. Um, I think it goes well with the area. Oh, so I have to pick. It looks great sitting there. Gosh, but so I have to burn one of them to the ground and and fix the other one. Man. Can't burn the water ride. Literally can't burn the water ride. Yeah, one of the. One of the one of the kitty cats that I love always is lives right in that area by the. That's true. Well, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna burn down Grizzly River Run then. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was my take. Although it's better than uh, Collie River Rapids with its dumb anti-logging theme. We've talked about that in the past. (laughs) Um. 
I mean, I, I probably wouldn't want to change anything about the Ferris wheel, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people who would say fix it by taking off the crazy swinging if they had gondolas. Stationary cars that had a bar in it, like the London Eye. Oh, now, that's, now there's an idea. No, nice. put, it the put it in the moving one. Put it in the moving one. Extra challenge. We Trying could, to do fix, a it. We could fix it by renaming it and not calling it Pixar Pal Around yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, like, that sounds yeah. like you should tell an adult that you trust about that, you know. Where did it right? you? Yeah. Oh. Hey, it's Pal Around. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna be my pal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they, they wanted to get it some kind of Pixar theming in it when they redid that area to be Pixar Pier, which I like. I love what they've I'm glad done. They with kept Mickey on the front of it though. Yes. Yeah. That was necessary. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you could fix Luigi's Rock and Roasters, maybe put it inside, do an inside for outside, day for night thing. Oh, sure. Always, yeah. And, and, mm. and theme it a little bit more so you're transported to whatever the car's version of Italy is called. Oh, uh, yeah. At, in the town square at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really have already tried to fix that ride. <laughs> it started right. off as those floating tire things that oh, yeah. never yeah, worked. Those... And I don't understand why they tried to make it, it didn't work, work again. At Disneyland <laughs> yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Still didn't work this time. Did you ever try them Weird. when it was, was, it was impossible. You couldn't get the dang thing to move and everybody would end up just sort of bunched, bunched in up the <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. Which That's always the how the problem they had the first time. Yes. That's how bumper yeah. boats always do. Like everybody starts and then <laughs> you all just mm-hmm. glom up in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it certainly isn't a thrill ride, but it's so cute. And especially at night. I, I like it. It's I think adorable. it's yeah, cute. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. The, yeah. In, the inside out. Thing. Although California's weather is so pretty, rarely would need the inside part of mm-hmm. it. True. That's true. That's true. Um, so this last one, I think, might be a little contentious between uh, between the three of us. Um, uh, so we, we've we got to do something about the Magic Kingdom animatronic shows. You've got the Tiki Room, you've got the Country Bears, and you've got the Carousel of Progress. Stop it! I told you there's going to be a hard decision to be made. You lay a finger on my god darn Country Bears, I swear to God. Uh, don't touch the Tiki Room! Or the Carousel of Project Progress, or the Carousel Bears. Come well, on, they already, they already tried that. To, they already tried to improve the Tiki Room, and that obviously was met by fire no, from God. Was, so, yeah, and if you're going to pick Disney was, IP, don't make it Iago or whatever that yeah. oh. Let's yeah. let the, you Zazu know what we need in, in Disney World more Gilbert Gottfried yelling at you, <laughs> no one ever. Yeah. Said that one Imagineer. One Which time. one of them would you burn down if you were forced Whoa. at gunpoint? Tiki um, room. That's the Sophie's choice right there. I can't do that. There's a tiki room in California. So burn down the. Oh, Florida is this one. is this our loophole that that's, we can burn down loophole. the one in, in right. Walt Disney World because it, that's true. The original does still exist at Disneyland. I would keep Country Bears as uh, yeah. I would fix up Country Bears. Make it twice as long. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, keep Country Bears how it keep is. Country Bears. Uh, fix up. Carousel of Progress by updating the vignettes and the, yeah. the future one. And the, the air conditioning needs to be updated on that ride as well. <laughs> yeah. It's never cold and, enough and in there. And more lasers. <laughs> and the, the, <laughs> yeah. My biggest wish for that is restore 
uh, the Progress City display at the end, like when it was originally in the World Fair. Mm, mm-hmm. You would exit the theater and you'd walk upstairs and they'd have, there's that tiny little bit of a diorama that you see when you're going through yeah, a people good. mover. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Uh, the concept of uh, what Epcot was going to be that originally was massive, much larger than that. And you would go up after carousel. I'd be happy if they just dusted the one that's on the people mover because (laughs) it looks like it's being overrun by giant alien spiders. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Country bears doesn't need a thing. No, all not except all maybe to make it longer, as Dan more said. More big owl. Yeah, That's what it means. Yes, it needs more I big love owl. the country bears. It's perfect. Liver lips. I love, yes. I love country bears. My family does not. I know oh. mine doesn't either. You guys have bad families. I like hope. Yeah, yeah, I like I love hoopty do review and Me any too. of those like, kind of my son and I sit and watch Hee Haw all the time. He absolutely <laughs> loves Hee Haw and I have loved it since I was a little kid in the same hey, way where because do you find Hee Haw. Um it's it's still on cable. There's one of those old antenna TV channels, I think, that or like it's like my, a country yeah, one, like classic sixty eight, it's all Andy Yeah, it's in like fifteen sixty two range, but Every once in a while, we'll we'll go searching for it and find it, and it it's just like watching Country Bears. It's that same oh, humor, yeah. Yeah. that vaudeville yeah, I, style. I love that. I grew up yeah. with that stuff. Yeah, me too. My grandfather loved the Country Bears. He would just yuck it up like it was the greatest <laughs> thing he ever saw. Before well, going back to the hotel room, he was them. correct. That's yeah, why I had to wash his underwear out. <laughs> no, that's my dad. <laughs> Where do you think your dad looked? My granddad didn't care if his underwear was dirty. I learned it from watching you. Oh, no. (laughs) You gotta smoke a pickled cigarette and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to uh, form your own... If you're excited to visit any of the theme parks we just talked about or explore anywhere else, I forgot to write this part in my script every time. Damn. Hey, hey, I was I I was up late last night. It was like 2 a.m. I forgot to write this part. So if you're excited to visit uh, visit our favorite theme parks or explore anywhere else around the world, Keys of the World Travel has a whole bunch of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www. KeyToTheWorldTravel.com to get started with the no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. .com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. Burn flows to the ground. Thank you. (laughs) To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. 
Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.